0: Welcome and thank you for joining us here at Life Central. If you want to know more about who we are and what we're all about, check out our website lifecentral.org.za or like, follow and subscribe to our social media channels. We hope this message speaks into your life and that you will find meaning and purpose through it, guiding you through your daily life. A couple of days ago, my wife and my son and myself were sitting at the dinner table and we were just chatting through what had happened throughout the day. And my son goes on to tell us about this friend of his at school who had just got something. And as he's talking about this friend and his friends knew something, um, he essentially looks to us and says, Hey, I want this. His mom and I go on to... Chat to him about it and just say, hey, that's not within our budget right now. And, uh, you know, it's not going to happen right now, if ever. Uh, You can imagine what that led to. Uh, He was not very happy. And um, here he's sitting and ultimately complaining about what his friend has that he doesn't have. And I can remember sitting back in my chair, looking at my son as he's, sitting there eating a full plate of food in a warm home on a cold night with both parents at the table with him. And I can remember thinking to myself, and and as South Africans, we would be able to understand this, that most kids in our nation don't have most of those things. Most kids in our nation today are fatherless. Most kids in our nation today are homeless. Most kids are hungry. If not at least one of those, all of them. Now, my son's only five and he's still learning. So my wife and I are willing to cut him quite a bit of slack in that in that space as we teach him and just journey through these things with him. But the truth is that us as adults, we're not much different, are we? We end up finding ourselves in spaces where we are complaining about all the things that we don't have while we're surrounded by all the things that we do have. And maybe you can relate with that quite well. Maybe you've Caught yourself in a space where you've been like, man, you know, I don't have the career path that he has, or I don't have the, the life trajectory that she has, or I don't have the opportunities that that kid has, or, or we don't have the house that they have, or the beach house, or the car, or the motorcycle, or the whatever. Fill in the blank here. We just don't have what they have, and somehow we miss everything that we do have. And as we wrestle through these things and talk through these things, and it's, it's often accompanied with a sense of like a lack of fulfillment deep down inside. <laughs> and we live in a world where People are looking for sustainability, left, right, and center. Think about it. We're, we're looking for sustainable income. We're looking for sustainable food uh, sources. We're looking for sustainable energy. We're looking for sustainable fuel, especially with a with a current fuel price right now. But what about our very lives? If 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 we get stuck in the space of like this, this lack of fulfillment and as a result, we, we we start searching out and looking for the for the things that'll sustain. We so often look for the things that'll sustain in different aspects of life, as we've just mentioned. But what about our very lives? I wonder today what sustains you. What sustains you in your life, and not. The answer that you give people publicly, like, really, what sustains you? Today, talking to the Jesus followers, you may be a Jesus follower, and you, you, you may be feeling, you know, as a Jesus follower, Jesus sustains me. Beautiful. That's incredible. In fact, that's absolute power, if it's true, if it's real. If He really does sustain you. But I feel like that's kind of become, again, as Vanna spoke into a couple weeks ago, a bit of a cliche. Just something that we say to kind of get past the moment so that the reality of what's going on inside of our hearts and inside of our heads isn't revealed. That our loneliness isn't exposed. That our voids aren't exposed. That those empty spaces aren't put on display. But I wonder, if if Jesus is really what's sustaining you, then why is it that you have an eating disorder or a porn addiction or a substance addiction, something that distracts you and gives you a very temporary sense of fulfillment? If Jesus really sustains you, then why do you keep looking out for job opportunities overseas out of fear of the future? If Jesus really sustains you, then why work yourself to the point where your work gets the best of you in every sense of that word? And your family ends up with the leftovers. Today, you may not regard yourself as a Jesus follower. Um, Talking to you now, what sustains you, really? What gets you up in the morning? What, what, What keeps you fueled for life? What sustains you? Maybe in your life you may feel like it's your intellect. The fact that you're the smartest person in the room. The fact that, that, that you know you can reason anything away or anything into being. <laughs> your intellect sustains you. Or maybe it's that significant other. Maybe that, that person that sparks that, that fire inside of you and fuels you to get through the day. Maybe it's your bank balance, or maybe it's the investments that you've made, and maybe you're a Jesus follower today, and you're listening to that list, and you're like, "Hey, Ramon, I can, I can even agree with that list. Like, I, I I'm in. <laughs> I get it. Like, if I'm honest with myself, then yes, I can relate to, to that list, as well. See, the problem with that list is. That is temporary, it's temporary. It's, it's, it's kind of the way that scripture talks about our lives here on earth being as a vapor. It's here today and it's gone tomorrow. Your intellect, I'm sorry to say, but you're going to get old. Your intellect is going to dwindle. It's going to fade. That significant other, unless you're putting into that relationship, what is needed for that relationship to last that relationship's going to disappear. Or that person could just disappear. And if you're in a place where you've lost someone really close to you, my heart goes out to you. That bank balance, those investments, how many times have we seen the market crash? Here today, gone, tomorrow. I think what we need to do is we need to ask, answer honestly for ourselves. We need to be able to get real with ourselves and and ask ourselves, man, what brings me hope? What brings me real hope? The, the sort of hope that excites me about the future, where, where I can look into the future and go, man, I'm ready for it. I, I'm, I'm excited. I, I want to get into this. You know, I'm looking forward to this. Like there's some uh, I really have the strong sense that some really good things are going to happen. What gives you hope? Real hope. At the same time, what gives you joy? Joy. And, and not like watching a comedy on TV kind of chuckle joy. No, real joy, substantial joy, the sort of joy that has no other uh, um, like outlet or whatever you want to call it, but to just kind of spill over onto the people around you. That kind of joy, that soul level joy. What brings you joy? And then probably one of the most important ones and probably one of the most lacking ones, what brings you peace? What brings you peace that no matter what news you get, or no matter what situation or circumstance you find yourself in, no matter what news report you just read, that at the end of the day you can step back from it all and, and look at it and, and have a rest for your soul. Have a deep peace that you can't really understand, but you know it's going to be okay. That you're going to be okay. Okay that your loved ones are going to be okay. What gives you real peace? It was the actor and comedian Russell Brand who who said that, he said, drugs and alcohol aren't my problem. No, reality is my problem. Drugs and alcohol are my solution to fill up the hole Inside of me. Now to some of you, you may look at that statement and want to diss on the statement. I look at Russell Brand's statement and I go, well done. Well done for being honest. Well done for being that vulnerable. Well done for being able to to recognize what that is in your life and to point it out and to, and to, to, to name it. If only more of us were willing to do that. If only more of us were willing to go, Hey man, (laughs) I claim this one thing sustains me, fulfills me. But in reality, that brings me no hope. It brings me no joy. And there's no peace in my life. In reality, these other things are what I'm using to fill that void, that hole in my life. And that's where I'm at. So I celebrate Russell Brand's honesty and I wish that we could have The same honesty. Now, over the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at these I am statements of Jesus. Where where Jesus is essentially, firstly, claiming to be God. And secondly, claiming to be sufficient. Claiming to be everything that you or I would ever need. And he's speaking into very specific areas of life, but ultimately he's speaking overall as well. And Jesus comes and makes one of these I am statements into this area of life as well. Where he says this, he says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never Be thirsty. Now, as we read that, I think it's pretty obvious that Jesus wasn't necessarily speaking into physical food or or physical drink. But that He was speaking into into spiritual food and spiritual drink. That He would come and sustain spiritually. Spiritually. And I believe that when we allow Him to come and sustain us spiritually, that that overflows into our physical well-being. I believe that with all my heart. But ultimately, Jesus is speaking here into your spiritual life, into my spiritual life, and saying, Hey, I am all that you will need in this area. So come. Consume me as bread. Consume me as drink. And just like eating bread to, to satisfy physical hunger and to sustain physical life, in the exact same way, we can satisfy spiritual hunger, and our spiritual life can be sustained only. relationship with Jesus we've got to consume him and this is why Jesus called himself the bread of life but bread must be eaten to sustain life and Jesus must be invited into our daily walk to sustain our spiritual lives Jesus went on. He took this even further. When he said this, he said, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to light. So here Jesus isn't just saying, man, I'm your sustenance. I'm I'm, I'm what will sustain you in life. Um, He carries on and he says that I am the light that will direct you to life, to a real life, to a full life. As I consider that statement of of Jesus. I can't help but think to myself, how many people are looking for real direction in life today? Think about it. It's a universal question. Absolutely. Why am I here? (laughs) Am I I where I should be in life right now? Uh, How do I know for sure that I'm heading in the right direction? These are universal questions that I believe every human being on earth is asking that every human being on earth today is looking for direction in their lives. And here Jesus says, if you follow me, if you follow me, four words that you and I should really pay attention to. If you follow me, you won't have to be lost and confused No." Because you will have the light that leads to life. Just like when we'd be on a journey and we need direction, the way that a compass or a GPS would guide and direct us, or just as walking a footpath at night in the dark with no moon, moon blacked out by by clouds or whatever the case may be, the same way that a torch or a lamp would, would light up the direction in which we are needing to go. In the same way, Jesus comes in and he says, if you follow me, you'll gain that clarity. If you follow me, you'll gain that direction for your life. If you follow me, what what does it mean to follow Christ? Well, there's the same way that you would follow the advice of a trusted counselor, so you and I should follow Jesus' commands to us in Scripture, throughout Scripture. Let's take it a step further. Just as you would follow the laws of your country or your leaders, so you and I should follow the commands of Jesus to us in Scripture. And it's not complicated. If you're sitting there going, oh, there's just too much to remember. Right now I can tell you, love God, love people. Love God and love people. When I love God, I don't wanna do damage to Him. When I love people, I don't wanna do damage to them. If I love God and I love people, I'm following him, man. I'm following him. Following him looks like like me doing the first part, (laughs) consuming him for sustenance. As I get into into scripture, we, we have four biographies on the life of Jesus. Get into them, man. Consume them. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They are full accounts of the life of Jesus. And as you as you get into what His life looked like and start replicating His life in your life, that's when He comes and He sustains us. That's when He comes and and He becomes that direction to us. That is when He is the I am in our lives. You're looking for sustenance, You're looking for legitimate hope, joy, and peace. You're looking for direction for your life. Consume Him. Take Him in as much as you can. He will sustain. That's His promise. And He will direct. I wonder, where are you at today? What's your next step? Maybe you're in a place where where you just need to ask yourself that honest question. What sustains me? What sustains me? What keeps me going? What keeps me fueled in life? Is it all of these fickle things that we've mentioned? If so, they're temporary. They're not going to last. And that's not God's heart for your life. His heart for your life is that you will find a fullness and a freedom and a peace within your life. And it's only found in Him. And you may have been a Jesus follower for many years, but it's been more a a life of tradition and and practicing these traditions as opposed to really getting to know Him, getting to know what He's like. And maybe today it's bringing in that transition and going, I don't just want to know about you, I want to know you. I'm going to consume you. Every opportunity that I get, and as I get into reading about you and learning about you, and as I get to talking with you and engaging with you, I thank you that you will come and sustain my very life. And in the same way, that you will come and direct me. That you will come and direct me in life. I wonder what directs you in life at the moment. Make that change today. And say to God, Lord, I choose to consume you, trusting that you will direct and sustain me. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you that you are the great I Am. Lord, I thank you that that you came and gave us Jesus as such a clear example of the life that you want us to live of the love relationship that you want to engage with us in, the way that you engaged with Jesus. And Lord, that as we follow Jesus day in and day out, as we follow in his steps and replicate his life into ours, that so you come and sustain our very lives and that you come and direct us into your purposes. I thank you that you will encourage people, give them strength, give them the courage that they need to go and be honest with themselves. What sustains me? What directs me? And if the answer isn't you, that they would be willing to right there and then make the change. And invite you into those places lord these lives are yours we love you pray it all in jesus name amen thank you for being with us we'll see you again next week thank you for listening in to the life central podcast today if you would like to get connected or get involved Follow us on social media or visit our website, lifecentral.org.za. We hope you join us here again next week.